promise. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Two Funny Mamas. I am Sherry Shepherd, and our honorary mama slash auntie is Miss B Flat. <laughs> you said it. Hey girl. I like that. Hey girl, I like auntie. I like, I like auntie. I like auntie everybody too. Calls me auntie, yes. Me too. And you know, it's so funny because uh, someone said, I think it was Oprah, she does not like being called auntie. And I was like, why not? Why not? I me, auntie to me is such a badge of honor. It's such a sign of respect. It's like, because the other alternative is somebody going, hey, bitch, you know? Exactly. I well, I don't know if that's the other alternative for you. <laughs> but damn. When I think of aunts, aunts are like the mother you wish you had. Exactly. They're, yeah. the, they're the women you go to when you want advice because you don't want to go to your mama. Your mama they're the cool exactly. ones. Exactly. They're the cool ones. And I love being the auntie because all my nieces and nephews know that. They know I'm the cool auntie and I love that. I wear it as a badge. I love Because I know they can go home. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest thing. I love thing. it too. But I have to tell you, <laughs> I, I didn't know about auntie until... I was on Instagram and all of these people kept going, hey, auntie. And I'm like, okay, I'm who are you? Like, are we related? Then I was going back asking all these relatives, do you know Deshaun 78127? <laughs> <laughs> do you know Mika? Too big for your mouth, 182? They keep calling me auntie. auntie. So Girl, that's I, a sign. That's a badge of honor. That means they respect you. That means you remind them of like their favorite aunt. Exactly. They kick it with. So yes, it's a badge of honor. And maybe the alternative is not, hey, bitch. The alternative could be, hey, grandma, mm -hmm. I don't want hey, that. You don't want that. I don't want not that. Or for so, my case, it, came, it could be, hey, mama. And then I'd be like, ah, <laughs> one that got away. One that got away. Yeah, so I'd rather for you to call me auntie than mama. Exactly. So we like auntie. So you mama yes. slash auntie. So yes, glad to have you back filling in for Kim Whitley, who is right now. We, we weren't able to switch you and her with the Martha's Vineyard gig because in the end, she wanted to take Joshua to get that experience of being at Martha's Vineyard. And yeah. they ended up I'm going, not mad, no. but you also know, it was Barack Obama's 60th birthday. You knew he was up there yes. celebrating his birthday. So I think Kim thinks that she gonna show up like at the door and get in. So we'll have to find out if she managed to crash that party. But Sherry, you thought you was gonna do the same thing. If I was going, you was trying to go up there and meet Barack and his people and the people around him. And, and find out if he got somebody that he put over in uh, a Mallorca as an emissary, if they single. I still stand by what I said. And and for for you. our listeners and viewers, I told I told B if I went up there to Martha's Vineyard, I'm gonna ask Barack Obama, cause you gotta put it out there. If he knew somebody uh, as a, a foreign dignitary or somebody, he knows somebody over there in China or Russia or you know somewhere, somebody single. And who not to have is a referral from Barack Obama or Michelle Obama. So that's all I said. I'm sticking Well, all back. you got to do is call Kim because she's there now and be like, when you meet your boy, put a good word in for me. Absolutely. Because, you know, Kim will use Joshua. She'll throw him over the fence, mm -hmm. past the secret service <laughs> and jump right over the right. fence. 
after Joshua, because Joshua will distract with all that screaming. So, <laughs> but she's there. And I wanted to clear up a few things and I really want to talk about you, B, because so many of the comments, everybody loves you, B flat. Good. But they were, they're starting to get the feeling that, because I kept saying, I said, you know, B flat gonna come on and talk about her DIY projects. If you have any comments or questions, you know, put them in. And everybody was a little snidey talking about, wait a minute, maybe it should be called one funny mama and an auntie because she's trying to get rid of Kim. So what's oh. going on? Why don't you just say you want other people on the podcast and not Kim? So I wanted to clear that up and say, Kim has been uh, incredibly, incredibly busy and going out of town a lot. We started this podcast during the pandemic, girl, during the quarantine yes. when we both couldn't leave the house. And now we're both working, so it's hard Party. to get us together a lot. So we're so thankful that we found you that you are, you know, grace us with your presence to fill in. You know, so I'm you. happy that Kim lets me fill in for her. Let me just say that. Kim ain't paying because, no bills. I'm paying these bills. But she loves point. you. You know this. Yes, and I love you know Kim, she loves and you. I love, right, I love the fact that she doesn't mind that I do this. So no. all your followers, please let them know. Kim is not going anywhere. No. You know, but when she's not here, I am. And don't ask for nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna clear that up. <laughs> no, actually, you are you are a fan favorite. The numbers say it. I read the comments. People have been sending me emails. So we thank you. And there's just a, a, yes. some things. I'm a little bit on the structure today because I want to be cognizant of your time. Hello, Chris from Midcoast Media, who's the producer of the Two Funny Mamas podcast. Ladies. Hey. Hey. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. That's my favorite part. <laughs> hey, Chris. Hey, yeah. Chris. I know you're not feel... feeling, you're feeling a little less Kim love because Kim's not here. And I can't nurture you the way Kim does. I can't be talking to you nasty Kim, like yeah. Kim does. She drops that carrot. Yeah, right. She yeah. keeps the carrot dangling. I get it. She's playing hard to get, but when she comes back, it'll be right there. It'll be right there. And it's hard for me to write a check to you. And I know I've been talking nasty to you. It just don't, it don't work. Right? Yeah. I'll be glad when you and Kim get some. <laughs> and get some on a regular, even if it's just twice a month. So y'all quit harassing people. Amen. You know, <laughs> I never saw it as harassing, excuse me. I, I'm you just, know. I take it too far. I won't say Now, harassing. Kim, I, Kim, I tell her, if you keep harassing Chris, you're going to get canceled. Something's going to happen. Chris got grounds for a multi-million dollar lawsuit with all of the stuff Kim has thrown his way. <laughs> and that's why I got scared too, B, because I realized I looked at, I found a few emails from Chris's company. Oh I'm my. like four payments behind on the podcast. No, 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 no. And Chris was so, no, I just want to say thank you. Chris was so sweet because I, I ain't been paying the bill. And Chris is so sweet. He, been, <coughs> you know, he does our podcast. You know this, mm -hmm, 10 o'clock yes. at night, him and Key, our sound engineer. Thank you, girl. They come in, they get locked in the building because if you don't tell them you, they're late, they lock mm -hmm. the building up. So they stuck together, uh, Chris and Key over there, which I'm sure they do not appreciate. And then knowing good and well, he ain't never said, Sherry, when are you going to pay these damn bills? So I appreciate it. But then as I started thinking about it and writing the check, I was like, oh, I'm so glad because Kim has been sexually harassing Chris this entire time. He actually could have sued me and said, bump this. Wait a minute. So, you know, there's 
you this is early. There's like no limit. I don't know what the statute of limitation is. But you know, all this kind of stuff come out ten years later, like the Johnson and Johnson, you know, Coochie. Oh, that's right. Like Johnson and Johnson. (laughs) You gotta wait ten years from now when it's the white men matter movement and then they start reading all these old emails. Did you say the white men matter movement? <laughs> the white men matter movement is gonna come around and all these people, they gonna be like, oh, we gotta sue Kim and Sherry because 10 years ago, hmm. Kim said she wanna dangle my carrot or something. <laughs> so you gotta give yourself 10 years on that. So right now, milk it or tone it down and just deal with that one. Be- Don't build up no more between now Everybody's gonna. Everybody's gonna wonder all their movies uh, in like five years that they're both in when they're both just in all these blockbusters. Why is that like tall white dude in all their movies? Like it's so weird. He's not a. He was. He wasn't an actor previously. Like what is that? That is. So oh my strange. gosh, Chris! Right, really quickly, and I don't know if you have it because we have to refresh. We have new listeners and new viewers. And Beak, I don't think you've ever seen Chris. Have you, Beak? Have you seen a picture? Yeah. Oh, sure. Well, you know, we look at his ass on the video, like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry, I can see him. I see him every time I do the podcast. Down there in the corner. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> I know, because, guys, for, for, our, for our fans, when we first sign on, Chris is sitting behind oh. a desk doing a God knows what. So we are actually, we visually see him. You guys only see or hear his voice. voice. Pop up a picture, Chris. Pop uh, that one up with your arm above your head while I was doing tattoos. That's your favorite. That's my favorite. Is that there? That's my, Is that back yeah, there? Yeah, because I, I like I like tattoos and sleeves on a man. I, I, <laughs> something about it. And maybe that's from you, Chris, that now I'm liking sleeves. Yeah, my tattoos, charming personality. I no, do none of that. that. I like tattoos. I have, Three tattoos and two unfinished ones. Why, why are you not finishing Three. the other? Three. Because this shit hurt. Because it hurts like a motherfucker. <laughs> and it's taking me a while. It's just two two numbers. I got the 16 and the 17. Room, room, uh, room, how do you say it? The Roman numerals. Roman, oh, Roman numerals. Roman numerals. Roman numerals. Yeah, see, I'm thinking about Roman numerals. Lord have mercy. <laughs> The Roman numeral. <laughs> I got a 16 and a 17 on my shoulder, on the bone, oh. and I've never gotten it finished because it hurts. So it's like a six-year process. Didn't you know when you started getting tattoos that they were going to hurt? That's why I have no tattoos, because it hurts. Well, you know what? I got my finger tattooed. Dennis and I got our finger tattooed, actually, a couple days after this date for our anniversary. That we, Happy you know, anniversary. Well, thank you. Thank Happy you. anniversary. And that really killed me because that was my first tattoo and it's on the finger and it's on the bone. And that I'm hurts. Like, oh, yeah. And that was my first tattoo ever. And the guy was like, for you to be getting your first tattoo, you did pick the most difficult place. <laughs> so after wow. that, it took me a minute. And the dude was doing me and I jumped up. He was on my back. I said, you know what? I'm going to have to come back. And I never <laughs> went back. So then two years later, I let my boy do him down in Atlanta. He didn't get to finish. I was all like, shit. That was like three, four years ago. I'm going to finish up with these. Look, it ain't, it's real simple. <laughs> you see that? Yes. Girl, I ain't done. You know, it goes at Atlanta at the top and at the bottom. 
<laughs> connected. Oh man. Okay, so you got what was the original Roman numeral supposed to be? Was supposed to be sixteen? Yes, it was sixteen out of seventeen. It just had an X and a one. And girl, while I was in the grocery store, this man said, "Excuse me, what are those letters or numbers on your back?" I said, "Oh, that's when my baby teeth came in. This my baby teeth <laughs> fell out." <laughs> I forgot. I need to get the lines. You see, the, I need to get the line on the, you know, where it connect. Yes. The letters at the bottom, like on the Super Bowl thing. You know, I ain't got that part yet. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Oh, I have great. never seen anybody that that started out getting a tattoo and it hurt so bad that they went back. Then they couldn't finish it. I then they went to a dude in Atlanta who they still couldn't finish it. And I now they got two the unfinished tattoos. Unfinished. It's the third Does that tip. happen, Chris, in the tattoo world? What's that? That the people tip. just don't let it get finished? I guess. I mean, my, that one on my arm that you, uh, you brought up, Key, flashed the picture. That, oh, let like, me see. You see that picture, B? Yes. Yeah. That's a. That, this. He's got the tattoos, the sleeves on on his arms, right? I got, like here. I get the. Like my husband. Inside, yeah. So that's a pretty sensitive spot, but yeah, there's a lot of color. That's like a stained glass, <laughs> like looking thing <gasps> that I got. So they had to do the outline, and then that took six hours, and I was like sweating. You, you guys know how a, a horse sweats when oh, like wow. it's foamy. Yeah. It's like foamy. My legs did that. <laughs> I was oh like, oh, I'm God. fine. Oh, I'm fine. Damn. No big deal. But then they colored it all in. So it was a pretty long process. But it just, if I would have bailed, that would have, yeah, I wouldn't have done that. But I'm sure, I'm sure it's happened before. Yeah, what? I did it. I mean, I don't understand why. See, I just don't understand why people, I got to turn off Alexa. I don't understand why people 
get tattoos. What did that do for you getting it all over your arm, Chris? Was it symbolic? Oh, I'm, that, that was 15 years ago. I was like, I thought it. And now I'm to the point where it's like, okay, I could have, I'm not mad that I got them. I've got five total, I guess. And they're all on the yeah. same arm. I'm not mad I got them, but I wouldn't, I'm, I'm like, how? I don't care about anything enough now to get it tattooed mm. on me, right? Like, what am I supposed to get? Like my job, my business I started, like what, my parents? Like, I, I don't know. So now it's at the point where it's like, I guess if I get, if I can motivate myself to get back into like really good shape, I'll just be like, screw it. I'll get more of them and just, you know, have a bunch of them. But I, it just doesn't, there's nothing I care about enough that <laughs> wouldn't motivate get me that, now. I think I was, I was immature. Oh, get like that, that means you murder somebody. I, oh, well. I was you just say I murdered that. some heart. You was gonna get a teardrop? Murdered some what? I was gonna murdered get some heart. a popsicle. Okay. Popsicle, a popsicle. And, and three drops in my inner thigh. <laughs> what does that mean? I like where this is going. Go ahead. That's what I was gonna get as a tattoo. <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> it means suck on this lolly on this popsicle. Or lick on the leg. Lick on the leg. <laughs> I don't know, but ah, uh, that was when my tramp days. I decided not to get that. that ain't gonna I think you. that would hurt. I think that would hurt a lot on your in your inner thigh. Now you know what's strange. I only have three small tattoos, two unfinished, but I have a brand. I got branded. Oh, you did that? Yes. What's I'm the only that? person on my life where they oh, hit you... you with the iron, like a <gasps> like a cow with the brand heated. Like up a, on what the they fire. did to slaves? Yes, I'm branded. What? When I pledged, I got branded. Cause she went to cause she went to a fashion college. <laughs> went to fine bond, all girls school at the time. Okay, I a, girl, I got branded. Nobody do sororities and, and um do Greeks do that? Yes, Sherry. Yes, most, I've been trying to be a Delta for the though. last. I've been trying most to be an honorary Delta for the last fifteen years. I don't want to get branded. You won't get branded. Okay. You won't. I can guarantee you that. Most women dudes, don't right? get branded. Yeah. I only know three deltas in my whole life that are branded. Oh my goodness. And, and me, how I'm did you? A, I'm gonna put a. Oh, girl, I got the pictures of when I got branded. First of all, you gotta be real drunk. <laughs> That's it. High does not matter because it'll straight up blow your heart. I literally <laughs> passed out. I was in oh my, my in one of my big sister's uh, kitchen with the phone book in between my leg and her husband, who was a cute, he had the little, he had a coat hanger that he put on the stove. What? Oh, and he hit my thigh and he didn't even hit it yet. And it singed it. So you could see the oh. mark of the triangle. And I just start screaming and I can't even scream with this voice. So you can imagine <laughs> how they thought somebody was getting killed in this house. <laughs> oh, it was the worst holler scream ever. And then he was all like, I really got to hit you now because it's a mark. I ain't, that was just the heat. So I just said, I pledged, I pledged. And then when he hit it, I blacked out. I oh my did. gosh. And it was only like a second and they just put it on there and took it off. <laughs> Girl, I blacked out. I just saw black and passed out. And then I woke up and I was like, okay, I got my hit. I was supposed <laughs> to get the rest of the letter. See, that's another unfinished <laughs> shit. Cause I only got the Delta. <laughs> I was like, I can't be getting the Sigma and the Theta. <laughs> I got one letter. <laughs> so that you were supposed to have more of the brand? Yeah. 
I was supposed to have a Delta Sigma Theta going down my leg. Let me see. I'm going to show it to you. Look, you can see. I'm turning my thing. <laughs> Almost all the, all, the var- all the variants. <laughs> Sherry. Oh my gosh, I gotta see this. Oh it's on my, my mom. Over, oh, over. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Bring the other back. way. There we go. Uh, nope. way. Nope. There, there, stop, stop. there you go. Oh you my god. You see my, it's on my, around my mole. You see the triangle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh That's my, my gosh. That's my brand. <laughs> <laughs> why y'all couldn't do the, um, why you just couldn't do prick your blood and mix your blood together? What they do in the movie? I pledge, Sherry. I pledge <laughs> long and hard. Oh, yeah, I see. Mm. Somehow yeah, I, I feel just... like this story is not supposed to be told. I feel like the Delta's gonna be calling you up. <laughs> going, oh, girl, the Delta. No, because a lot of Deltas, if they do, they're gonna be like, "Oh, Soror, you hard. You got a brand." <laughs> when I tell Soror to show them I got a brand, they have a whole new respect. Okay. I pledged in 89 and everybody Ooh. wasn't getting branded. Shit, I did. I was like, I'm going to do it. I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> you are a legend. You know this, right, B? B, yes. if you put I'm your hard. camera, if you go a little to your left, if you, there you go. That's perfect. And then Sherry, if you turn your speakers okay. down a little, that would help. I'll turn my speakers down. Oh, that's the volume on my computer, I think. Mm-hmm. Is that better, Chris? Yeah. Is, Is that, that better, better? I think so. Yeah, no feedback. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, so the th- reason th- I said that, not to cut you off, but I am, <laughs> because I can get branded, which only takes a couple seconds, versus a tattoo. Mm-hmm. These tattoos took 10 minutes, but it was like 10 minutes of agony. Just the, eh. I was yeah. like, oh, hell no, I'm done with this. It's like you have a sunburn See- and somebody's scratching it with a needle. Ooh. Yeah, so that's why I can't do tattoos. They take too long. Yeah, plus I, I, I never for long pain. I almost did my first husband's Jeffrey's dad's name, but his name is Jeffrey and it was too long. And I said, I'm not going to do it. So that was the only time. And I've never been in love so deep that I wanted a man's name tattooed on me. Have you got your husband's name tattooed? No, but I feel like when you get names, you have to put them in places where, where ain't nobody going to get it removed. Yeah, like on your foot or some shit like that. <laughs> Jeffrey is not a fly ass name to be having going down your arm. But if it's plus, if you break your foot in the sand, exactly. If you have it on the side of your foot in the sandal, it just look like a little design. <laughs> Nobody gonna be reading your foot. You see what I'm saying? Chris, you, you got a girl's like name? Girl. No, no, I've got the. The biggest thing I have is that St. Michael on the inside of my arm. That's uh, no girl's names. I've you been... don't have your mom's name? No, I don't have Joni on my <laughs> tattooed on me. Chris on loves Joni. <laughs> if, she, if my mom was like, you know what? You've got those stupid other tattoos. Can I make the arm? I'd be like, sure, fine. But no, I don't. I don't think so. See, at this point, Chris, you don't even care. You just like, yeah. whatever, whoever. Yeah. Who my husband? Uh-huh. Dennis got my name, my B flat logo. Uh he got like four things on his body of me. Queen. Wow. But he got like 30 tattoos. Wow, that's so sexy. I said all the time, girl, you can only see like one shitty black as hell. So a lot of people <laughs> don't even know that. <laughs> that he got and that's another, and- that's another problem when you're real dark. You don't see right. all the tattoos. 
and I gotta look at them real close and shit, but they're <laughs> nice tattoos once you get up on them. But that's the thing I love about him because if he, the amount of tattoos that he has, if he had to get a job somewhere, if he was like really light skinned, I don't know, they would see him everywhere. And like, yeah, like your husband is tattooed, I'd be like, yeah, then I'd be getting offended. Like, you trying to say my husband black than the motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, he is? Girl. Like, yes. That's why I don't like tattoos on the face. <laughs> Yeah, it's ridiculous. And the neck. And the neck. Like, like now these girls are getting them all the tattoos all on the neck and on the sides of their face. And I go, oh my goodness, if it if you don't make it in the music industry or the entertainment industry, you gonna be fucked. Oh because my God. I just think it's you can't, I you, think it's, it's be hard to get a job at the grocery store or the bank with your face all tattooed up in your neck. They not even thinking about those kind of jobs, Sherry. That's the last thing they think about when they get tattoos. I'm just thinking about when you get older. And you know, these tatted up girls, they be they live a rough life. So older for them is like 32 and they be looking 56. <laughs> and then the tat, the tattoos drip, drop down. You know, it started out up here, it started here, now it's down there. It does. They look a mess, yeah, so. They well, I want to say to you before I say, Chris, you uh, need to get two funny mamas tattooed. You need to give me and Kim tattooed somewhere since you don't care now. Just get two black women tattooed on your on your dad's you know, chest. Tell me what a okay. conversation piece. <laughs> tell me first of all, walking advertising. That's that's right, and that's yes. that's some serious crud in the right communities. So I'm fine with that. But let's do talk you, about this. Okay, so hold the on one second, and we're gonna go move off tattoos. But do you understand, Chris? If you have me and Kim tattooed on your chest. Black women will be beating down your door. You got two black women. Hang on, I gotta go get. Chest? I gotta go what? get a tattoo. Get no, be right back. Chris, you wouldn't get no ass. <laughs> Sherry and Kim tattooed on your chest. Because if I saw why you say I'd that, I'd be because I'd be like, oh hell no, that's who, then that's who better give you some ass. <laughs> if you was doing it to a man and you saw he had two women tattooed on his chest, wouldn't you be? I'd be like, oh no, he must. No, be if I was him. a black woman. And I'm at the beach, and Chris walked up to me. I'd be like, what this white boy want? Then I see he got two black women tattooed <laughs> on his chest. I'd be like, oh, shoot, what? What? Shoot, see, now you just letting the audience know how bad you really want a man. <laughs> because everybody that's looking at this is not going to be saying, they're going to be like, Sherry, crazy as hell. <laughs> you crazy. I would not, I would be mad. If I saw, if I was dating somebody and he had two women or his eight girlfriend on his chest, I'd be like, turn around. I guess I got to hit you from the back. <laughs> I ain't even trying to see that. I ain't trying to see that. So you, you see no. everyone as a competitor. Uh, if I got to look at their face while I'm trying to do it to you, yes. It's different from, it's different from a name. But you looking at the face, Sherry. How you gonna be on top of the man looking at the two women? That's gonna throw you off. I didn't off. think about that. Yeah, you gotta I didn't think, think about, about like that. that. Yeah, you gotta think I about I guess that. Kim and Sherry, but you wouldn't know that they're black women, because I think black women would be very interested. Why you got two black women on your chest, Chris? So if he put it on the arm, maybe. Different. But if he put chest, it on his chest, it's close to his heart. That's why I tell my husband, I know he can't do it to nobody else because everybody going to ask him, they better, who is that tattoo them names on your chest? <laughs> <laughs> they better ask. Okay. 
Let's, you I don't even, <laughs> Sherry, I need, I need advice. Uh, since you suggested such an extreme thing, I'll take it to a more practical thing. I do stop myself because we do make the, if you go to buyjack.com slash two funny mamas, obviously we've got the uh, apparel and we'll talk about flash rags here in a bit, but, um, I do have your masks around here. And I, I always stop and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a small person and I have Sherry and Kim giant across my face in a grocery store. And I go to grocery stores where like I, sometimes I'm in the minority. So doesn't that look like I'm like a poser, even though I'm on the show, but I don't want, basically, I don't want people stopping to talk to me, asking me why I have Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley on my face. Well, first of all, it's a it's a caricature of us, but it does right. look like two black women. So I would look at you and go, huh, that would make me interested to know why you have two black women on your mouth. <laughs> um, so you see it as a little bit of peacocking. I don't see you as posing. I just like, he liked it. He is probably something. He likes it. Okay. Yeah, so I wouldn't look at that, you. yeah, Chris, I wouldn't share. You know, it's not a black white issue. That's he's supporting. <laughs> Yeah, I look at I you as like there's something that either they're they're yeah. musicians or something you support them. That's how you overthink it. But then when they say that and they ask about, it, I'm like, oh yeah, we I'm on there every week. See, then maybe that's what that's I'm worried about. I don't. I'm not trying to brag about that. You tell them you produce well, it every week. See, it's just an yeah. honor. What an honor. You overthink it, baby. Now here, <laughs> I'm gonna move on a little bit because we've had so much fun with this tattoo thing, Chris and I. Would you be? Happy Which anniversary to you and Dennis. How Thank long have you him. been married? 11 years. 11? Been together 12. Wow. Yes. 12 years together. It's your anniversary. Um, I'm so thankful that you actually- It's not our official anniversary, not our wedding anniversary. It's oh, what the is day it? that we met. Wait. It's oh. a happy warm daddy day. This is the day that he, that we met and we knew that it was it. Sherry. Did y'all sleep yeah. together on your first uh, night of meeting? No. Sherry. A week later. <laughs> oh! <laughs> there I we go. Lie. Don't be Sherry and me, Chris. Like I'm no. asking something. No, 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 no. Sherry, we need a we need a follow-up question. Was this is this the anniversary of like when you were babysitting him or like when he came to your comedy show? Because he's he's this younger. Yes, this is when he came to my comedy show, Chris Smartass. Okay, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to see how what you celebrated. Okay, I'm gonna turn off Alexa real quick. Tell that story. <laughs> so he he came to your comedy show, right? Where was it in Philly? Where was this? Yes, it was in Philly at Warm Daddies. Warm Daddies has moved around a bit. They're not even open anymore. I don't even know if that's due to COVID, but back in the day, they were on Front Street, uh, right off Market. It was really a hot spot where I got most of my comedy started. And I didn't know he was hard walking me. I don't say stalking, but he had already shown up to two of my comedy shows. <laughs> and the second one, he actually, I saw him. And I don't even think he would have said anything to me if I didn't say anything to him. Cause like I said, he was in the cut and that was the second show he was at and didn't say anything to me. I like that. So yeah, I'm That's glad so that I said something to him and I actually saw him and recognized him. Cause otherwise I don't think we would be together cause he was so shy. He always tells and me so, he was too nervous to drink. I got him a beer and he didn't even drink it. He said he was too nervous to drink it. Mm -hmm. Oh, so 12 years together. 12 years. With the younger man. I yes. love this. And I do so, too. um, are you, so, okay. I, I thought it was a wedding. Anniversary. <laughs> Let me get it. No, so I is Dennis wanting you to hang out with him? 
Of course. My husband wants me to hang out with him every day, Sherry. That's what we do. And when he's well, not working, he wants me to be with him, under him, around him, in the same room. That's how we And operate. you wonder why I want a, a guy B-flat? I would like that, too. You will get that. You're putting it out there in the universe. You're going to get it. God is going to send it to you. I know. I've, I've actually calmed down a lot. I've just, you know, basically, I'm like, you know, I'm just keep doing my thing. Yeah. And being yeah. busy about the business of Sherry, and it is going to happen when it happens. So that's what I say. But I yeah. wanted to. Um, I'm so I love you and Dennis so much. Uh, so I wanted to ask you before we get onto some DIY stuff because I want to make sure I cover mm -hmm. that. Uh, before it was, uh, oh my goodness, some folks had cash app you, and yes. you, an overwhelming response, and you wanted to say a few things to the folks who had cash apped you. Well, first of all, I did do a great little thank you video. And I want to say thank you again to all the people that have cashed at me. That helped pay a couple bills. I ain't even going to lie. And I have a little special, something I want to do for them. Sherry and I are, we're in the works, but we want to do something. I want to actually do it after my August 22nd show, which is in Timonium at Magoobies. Because by that time, I know some more of my two uh, Funny Mama fans will be at the show. So I'm giving a shout out to the people that came to the show in Maryland last week on behalf of two Funny Mamas. So I want to do something special for those people and the people that gave me cash apps. I was like, damn, I, Chris, you supposed to put my cash app tag up. I ain't see it. I'm well, you need, to, you need to pay a little more attention. It was up there. Oh, well, yeah. It's up again. It's supposed to roll through the whole thing. So, <laughs> Make the entire time I you're said, up, we'll just have it up. That's sure. Right. That's right. I said, thank you. It was very nice of people to just, you know, I got a lot of comments in the Cash App, which I feel like now they need to change it so that you can comment back to people. Because all yes. you can do is like send a thumbs up or something. I, I want those people to know that to one, reach out to me on the DM because, you know, we're going to set up something special for them. I want to do something special just for those people and the people that came out to my show on behalf of you. Actually, and well, this is really exciting. I'm really glad you have to give us mm. the link to buy tickets to your show at Magoobies. And I'm okay. so glad that uh, our fans are coming out to support B-Flat, yes. uh, because if you've never seen B-Flat do stand-up, please run to see B-Flat do stand-up. <laughs> you won't be able to sit down, and you're going to have to go to the bathroom a lot because she's that funny. But thank you to Funny Mama's fans for going out to see B-Flat. I want to thank yes. our fans as well because we had a bunch of people come to see Kim and I at the Improv mm -hmm. in Ontario, and Andre opened for us, and he asked who had heard our podcast, and a lot of people raised their hands. So thank you to our California yeah. fans. And also, a lot of people were commenting. You did oh, something with I you. I keep what kicking happened? the thing. I keep kicking the tripod. Is that why I keep moving there's a, around? There's a lot going yes, on. I'm, there's a lot, there's going, a lot on. going on. But I'm a you know what, Bede? She not high, and her high is all messed up. And she just... Yeah, because, and then I don't know which way to look at the camera and shit. I think I'm supposed to be <laughs> right here in the center. You now, know, we talked about this for 20 minutes. Sherry's color balance is going wild. This is this is just out of control. It's just out of control. I mean, B. You keep moving yes. out the camera. You because I'm trying to figure out where the hell I'm supposed be, to be. Be 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 still. Right here. Is this it? Be be still. <laughs> it's not just me. My camera's on this Pivo thing, and it turns. Why well, do you why why not have it on a stationary? 
This okay. is why we were Hold sending on. cash apps to you so you don't so you get off that Bebo thing and get regular. Bebo is the shit. Okay, let me. All right, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Is this good? So Chris? we think yeah, for every, now all till, you, till you till you wiggle out. Till I move again, I ain't moving. This is Hey Kim's cousin B flat. So yes. Thank you everybody for sending the cash app. We're gonna put B flat's cash app up again because B flat is doing what? more stuff to work towards her own. She's about to do her own podcast. She's doing different things towards the B flat empire. If you are so inclined, we thank you for what you've done. Yes. And if you're so inclined to do so, so B can get a tripod. <laughs> I got the tripod. I'm just, you know what I gotta get. My girl hit me up today, and I don't even know this lady, but I'm giving a shout out to uh, her thing was like MSBN type of, you know, one of those names. But she's like, I don't even know how to do a cash app through a computer. And I was like, you asking the wrong person because I didn't even know you could do a cash app from a computer. But she's like, I want to send you $40 towards your new earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> I said, go in, girlfriend. I love her. Oh. So she's still figuring that out. She's trying to figure out how to do it from the computer. I thought you had to have the phone app. I think you do. Okay, you do. I love, I think you have to have the phone app too. And I love yeah. that she's still figuring it out and wants mm -hmm. to help you with your earbuds. So <laughs> Great. there's so many yes. things you can help with B-flat and I love you so much. Uh, people also it. wanted to know, um, so we're gonna put up, we're gonna put up your cash app. We're gonna put up where you're gonna be and how you can get tickets. We are working on, we have talked about, I'm very excited. We've talked about this extensively. I asked you about hot flashing and what you do for your hot flash. And you took your rag and you said two hits to the neck. To the neck. And so, every, <laughs> so everybody has been asking, when are your, your, uh, what do they call flat, flat flash, flash rag. Flash your rags. hot flash rags coming out and we are working on those guys. Yes, we are. We have four logos. Four what are the sayings. logos? Four I mean, well, they're different pictures of me in a caricature. So maybe we, we shouldn't the... say it. Maybe we should wait until they are actually yeah. on the rags because it's all the trademarking and stuff, but we're working on different colors yes. and sayings for you guys to get this hot flash rags rag. B flat and they will be available on our byjack.com slash two funny mama site, but we're st we're still working on them. So after I think I've paid the bill for Chris, now he can start. But you know, once <laughs> bills ain't paid, Chris stopped production on everything. Oh, Don't man. nothing. Oh man. Hey, so now yes, that's you, money black in Chris. That's the black Chris, Chris got black in him. <laughs> Chris, like that's I ain't doing nothing know. till I get my nothing money. Else, exactly. I I wanted to give a quick shout out. You're so foolish. Uh, quick <laughs> shout. Quick shout out uh, to MM uh, comments and always showing love on YouTube. So I judged okay. a I judged a comedy competition here in St. Louis. My sixth year doing it with uh, Helium here, and I'm sitting there. And I went to, so we get like comped drinks and food, right? As the judge, like this and whatever. So I'm, I'm like, hey, will you run my card for like a penny or something so I can tip you? And uh, the guy goes, uh, he goes, uh, absolutely not. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and tip you. And he was like, absolutely not. You're a celebrity. You're on Two Funny Mamas. 
that's and he was like, I'm I'm MM. So very cool. I hope I didn't, I don't know how, what people want people to know or anything, but MM, thank you for being so cool. And uh, thanks for that's watching the show. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you, that's MM. Hot. We appreciate this. And now when we go to Helium and perform, we know you're there. Thank you. That's right. I, we have the best fans and listeners, and we're so appreciative because you notice, B, from people who come to your comedy show and Chris, from people who li mm -hmm. listen to your podcast, which is, what's your podcast? I uh, got Drinks with the Band Season 3 starting back up in November. Yeah. That's tight. People could be doing anything, but they choose to sit and listen and watch us. So we're so grateful and so thankful. And follow B Flat at Flat Out Funny, P H L A T, P H E N N Y. That's on Instagram. Yes. So thank you for that, for following her. Uh, my mission is to, I want the world to like know. Like, I want P Flat to You're doing a great world. job. Sherry, you're so, doing a great job of getting me out there. I appreciate it. Because I love you so you much, are. girl. I yes, absolutely you do. adore you. I wish Thank I could you. marry you, but Dennis already took you. Mm. Is um, that me being desperate again? <laughs> that was you being off the charts because I ain't even on the menu. <laughs> I'm not on that menu. <laughs> Checkmate, baby. Don't get so the I voice ask twisted. You. 38 minutes <laughs> in. 38 you know, minutes in. People think that my voice, you know, it kind of throw them off. And you might have heard that. That's why you That's and Kim, I can't wait. Literally, B, I can't wait till, because people want, uh, they want a trifecta. They want you yes. and Kim and me to be together. But I literally cannot wait till you take my place and get with Kim, because it's going to be Battle of the Deep Voices on that podcast. Oh, no. Kim is more raspy. I'm more Barry White. No, raspy. I think she's more Barry White and you're more raspy. Oh, you're so That's funny. funny. I think Kim has that raspiness that I don't have. And I got that deep where my nephew always Kim, 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 Kim talk like this all the time. Kim always, she get mad when I do an imitation of her, the way she talks. <laughs> it's so I funny. Think, I funny. really think that my voice is deeper than Kim's. Well, it will be very interesting. Interesting. We should do When Chris has to fix the sound on both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, we'll Sherry. I need I need tips for keeping them both on on screen. Like, I mean, what if what if Kim yeah, walks I, off? I don't and know what B you're gonna do with B flat on one screen and Kim Willie on the other screen. Mm -hmm. Y'all gonna it's gonna be a whole like just cornucopia of things going on in your brain. We're gonna do this, to and I know I'm not gonna walk off the screen. It's not like I'm getting a tattoo. <laughs> it's not like I'm getting a damn tattoo. <laughs> Kim is that, for the definitely. Course. <laughs> this is gonna I'm telling you I'm gonna just take off one day just so it'll be B and Kim one day all three of us will do it Coco Brown will join yeah. us I'm gonna bring Yamanika on uh, the oh, podcast oh that's gonna be fun I think if we could maybe we can do like a, just a bunch of female comics I think that would be so hysterical Literally. make sure you just get the funny ones <laughs> well that I just mentioned Ooh. all the funny ones I said yeah but Coco there are Brown. more there are Yamanika, more. You know, Linnell got to come on. I mean, of course. Oh Vanessa, Leslie. It's so, Vanessa Fraction. It's so many, like, yes. you know, just a round table. So many very funny female yes, comics that, of color that I love. But before we go to that, uh, and we'll go back to that another time, I want to make sure I bring you on because you've been doing a lot of flipping. I've been watching these shows on DIY, and I, I love these frugal or flip shows, li love them, a list them. 
you know, doing stuff. Uh, there's one show now, if you win the lottery, they build your house. It's so much out there. And I think you would be such a great asset to one of these channels because you do stuff, you do it on a dime. What are your sayings? Creative on a coin, do it on a dime, pension on a penny, frugal flipping. on a penny. A penny, yes. And you make, you know, one day you have to have the remote camera because you're going to have to take us on a tour of the office. You remade your whole, remodeled your whole basement. See, like I could go like this. There you go. You did all of that yourself. All of that. Every myself. single thing from the ceiling to the floor to the barn doors. Ceiling to the, the floor shelves. to the barn doors, the shelves, the shelf for my trump. It's just a leftover piece of wood and an old L bracket that I spray painted red everything and that's why i just wanted to pan around quickly because like once i go through my top 10 staples i want people to kind of see how i use wine boxes just as floating just shelves yeah yeah i just have a, like three wine boxes up on my this is my back display wall above my desk but i don't buy anything nothing up here over on this wall side is bought it's all just recycled reflipped did spray you painted. paint did you paint the walls yourself as well? Yes, ma'am. I put up the drywall, painted the trimming, everything, the ceiling. I did everything, everything when, from scratch. I'm so interested in this, but I don't know where to start. Is Are there tools okay. that I need? Like, where do I start if I want to do a well, DIY first, project? I'm going to back up because my DIY project involved tools, like handy tools and reciprocal, you know, um, saws and drills and all that stuff. Most people don't do that. Most people just do basic things like crafting. But a lot of people don't even know how to fix simple things or put up simple things. So that's why I always do like my top 10 things that I think like a household should have in a small toolbox under the sink, which is one, a hammer. No, okay. have to be no head. And it's funny because I have my top 10 right here. I got a small hammer. A lot of people think you need one heavy hammer and a lot of people don't even know how to hammer. And they start way back here and banging. Ooh. And that's how they end up hitting their self, hitting mm -hmm. you know, a finger or missing the mark. When you hammer, you are supposed to be right in here and you get close on it and you're tapping. A lot of people oh, okay. know you start out tapping and then you bang. But okay. most people be like, ah, ah, and then they end up hitting the finger, messing up. I totally believe in having a glue gun. A glue gun? Yes, ma'am, because my frugal flip is a, for basic, for people that don't have money to go out and buy things all the time or a big budget to spend on remodeling. You might have an uh, open area around your window that needs some caulking. You might not have caulk, but you might have a glue gun and you can seal it. I've sealed around my windows with glue gun. I've sealed holes in the walls with a glue gun. Really? Put it in there. Yes, ma'am, because as soon as you seal it, then you just take a spackle and a little flat, I mean, spackle tool to even it out because glue guns dry quickly. And you can paint right over it. That's what I like about glue gun because it doesn't, you can paint right over When I paint my window sills, you can't tell it's clear. You couldn't tell that I didn't use caulk 
you, it just look like a clear seal. But I do okay. this for all kinds of stuff, for a poultry, just fixing stuff, a lot of bonding. I bonded some shelves. I put this in the bottom of my tea light candles, like a little dab of the glue. So my tea light candles won't be sliding around in the vases okay. and stuff that I make. So I totally believe in having that. I definitely believe that you should have a carpet knife. What's a carpet thing? The carpet knife is like an exacto knife and it's for like cutting. And I believe that you should have the one. Oops. Bring it more towards I? your face yeah. so I can see if it. If you were lifting it with your oh, perfect, you perfect. Yeah. yeah, you need this for like cutting anything. Like if you want a straight edge, like when I'm cutting cardboard, cutting pieces on the floor, um, opening boxes. I definitely believe in having this and I believe in having the one that you can close so your kids won't get to it in the blade. You definitely need a carpet knife for everything. I love these felt. I love the felt tips, felt pads. Oh, that's like what you put under like furniture. And yeah, stuff. you put these under furniture. I got different sizes because I use them on my cabinets when the doors are slamming. So I use the small circle dot ones. I put these on vases, candles, anything that are on my shelves. I don't want it to get scratched up. So I use the little ones for that and definitely for slamming doors, like slamming cabinets, mirrors, things like that. Just stick them right in there and it softens the blow. Mm -hmm. uh, you definitely should have a small toolkit. Okay. And this one I like because it's adaptable and it has more than like 50 small little um, tools in it. Let me turn it and push this down some. Little uh, detachable tool heads that you can put oh, in Oh, it's got a little uh, it's, it's yeah. drill. It's got a drill in there. Towards well, no, not a drill. It's little pieces. Little pieces. So okay. you could take so you could take this, see this set has different size Phillip heads, flats, yeah. L wrenches, and then you could just pop the little tool out like that. See that? Is Love this it. in front of the camera? Other yeah, way to your left. Yeah. Other way. Yep, there you go. Yes. There it is. Ah, yeah. yeah, you just put this in there like that, and then you have, it has different attachments. And it's really simple. I got this at Five Below years ago. So you should have this because, like I said, it has different different pieces in it. Okay. For different size anything. You definitely need to have a pliers. A lot of people don't even know these are called pliers. And more for pull, you use them more than just for pulling teeth. You really need a good <laughs> set of pliers, you know, with some grips on them for like holding and adjusting things are great for like, if you're putting things together, you can hold okay. it on this end and screw it in, pull nails out the floor, carpet tacks. Pliers are great for everything, not for hot flashes. Definitely not need for the hot flashes, not for, <laughs> not for flashes. <laughs> Do you need <clears throat> a certain size of pliers or just just no, they all. Well, I would just say simple set, simple one, because they open okay. up wide enough to fit a normal bolt of screw or anything that you need to tighten. Okay. Same way with a wrench. You need this. A lot of women be like, "What I need that for? Uh, tighten up the bolts on your kid's bike. It's adjustable. If it's a loose handlebar or anything, you just adjust it, tighten that up. You might have a loose something under the sink. Some water might be dripping." You might have to go under there and tighten it up. Wrenches are great for tightening things up. You need that. A lot of people be like, okay. oh, I need a handyman. You don't need a handyman. If you have a loose 
uh, latch on your screen door, the handle might be rackety. That's when you take the pliers and the screwdriver hole and tighten it up. Just like around your doorknobs. Doorknobs get jingly. When you start, all you got to do is tighten it up with a little wrench. Yes. Some of us do need a handyman where things are loose and we need it tightened up. <clears throat> we'll, just well, that's another tighten up. <clears throat> you definitely got to have, last but not least, is what some scissors. Everybody needs scissors. And you need your own little mini flashlight. People are like, it's a flashlight on my phone. But I suggest having one that hangs. Because if you're working on things, you can hang this. You can't hang your phone. And nope. plus, you're going to wear your phone battery out. And you just need this when you're working on stuff. You could just... Put it up on a hanger, hang it somewhere, okay. angle it. And last but not least, I believe in having tape. Seven different kinds of tape. What kind of tape? I believe in white masking tape. Most people uh -huh. get the gray. I always stick with white for like if you have a loose electrical, like the, the platelet around your electrical socket might be loose. Right. Most walls are white. That's why I take this and I'll cut this tape. I'll just do like this and go down the center and cut it in half. Then I'll have a thin strip and I'll just tape around the electrical socket and make it look like a frame. If it's loose. Oh. If you right. That's why you use white. If you use gray, it's gonna look tacky. And most people have white walls in their house. And their white electric socket is usually white. So if mm -hmm. you put white tape on it and around it, it won't look tacky if you don't have the little screw in the middle, it's loose or it fell out. Right. So I use this for patching up a hole because you can paint right over it. I have masking tape and also you can get it shiny or matte. So if you don't have spackle and you got a hole in the wall or something you want to cover, you can take some white mask, white tape, put it up on the wall and paint right over it. So that's oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. I love this. Painter's tape for everything, okay. taping off your wall, keeping your edges clean. I use this on everything for, uh, I'll just grab a few things right quick and I'll show you over here. Uh, All this you made, you can, wow. Yeah, for example, I painted this with some masking tape and spray paint. Oh, so, so it's, it's a pen, it's like a, a pencil cup holder. It's a candle. Okay, it's a it candle. burned out, hold on. You got it. There you go. Oh, we got it burned it. out and I just put a tea light in it, but I spray painted the inside and the bottom. And you see, I got the little things on the bottom. And then oh, right, I the little felt. The little felt. And then I taped off and spray painted the top part red. It's cute. So it goes with your, your red Matches. accessories. Exactly. Same way with, this was a salsa jar and I use it as a tea light <laughs> candle holder. Oh, that's cute. And I cute. put the felt in the bottom. Yeah, it was salsa, and I just spray painted it red. Did you say salsa? You sound like you're from yes, Texas. It salsa. <laughs> it, it's salsa. Actually, I'm going to move this closer because I want to see let people see the other uses of the tape. Let me just kind of sit this here like that. I want to okay. make sure they can see me. Um, yeah. I know. All right. Am I in the frame? Yes, you are. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I use, I believe in having the Velcro double-sided sticky tape. Okay. For example, a lot of people act like they can't put up a carbon monoxide detector or their smoke detector. And that's why I use the double-sided Velcro tape. Oh, because trying to click it, it. 
trying to click it and then lock it in and latch it and drill a hole and all of that, I stick mine right up on the ceiling with the Velcro double-sided sticky tape. Okay, that's a good idea. I didn't think about that. I use it on the back of my remotes so I don't lose them. So on my side table in there, I just put a piece of tape and I stick this on the leg. So I can always have it on my end table when I know where my remote is. And then I use I like it that. for curtains to draw my curtains back. I have like a little divider. And I just put some double-sided sticky tape on this and stick it to the wall. And Bring that over. My curtain back. Okay. Oh, I love that. It's, I never thought of that. Yeah, and I use this. It's Velcro. I just put two pieces of material together with some double-sided Velcro. And I use this to draw my curtains back. This is nice. Perfect. So it's all of these uses. Yep. Yes. And then same way, well, I believe you need to have electrical tape because I use it on my clippers when the wires and stuff look crazy. <laughs> so I put black electrical tape. And I also use black electrical tape to line my painting to make it look like they're framed. Really? So when I'm done, yes, ma'am, when I'm done, oh. I make sure I get the right width. That's the same width as the painting thickness. And I just make sure... And I put the tape around it. So when I'm done painting, I just tape off the edges. If it's any paint that got messed up on the sides of the painting, you won't see it because the black tape lines it. I, okay, I, I never yeah. thought of that, B. I, I sure do, tape. honey, and it's cheap. And let me move this back over here. And the last tape, I feel like people need is a stitch witchery. The What's bonding stitch witchery? tape. The ironing tape that you iron for, like, hems. I use this all the time. You just put it inside of... I use this on my pants, making pillowcases. You just put lay it somewhere, ironing sheets and making like, I use old sheets to make drapes. And if I don't feel like sewing it, I just put the stitch witchery in there and iron it. Oh, so but how long does, it, does it stay? A long time. It's, oh, I got to get that. Girl, it's some stuff I that I wanted to hear. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, when like you got to do alterations, that gets expensive. It gets expensive. So I... I definitely use bonding tape all the time. I've used it to make pillow covers for my throw pillows. Like I said, him and sheets when I'm making like drapery and stuff like that out of old sheets. I just, honey, cut it with the scissors, lay it out on the ironing board and iron the hem. And then it's done. I love this. You know, um, okay. you need to do, uh, I, I go to these lives on Facebook where somebody's making something uh -huh. and, and they'll do, and I watch them. Like for an hour, make something. It's fascinating to me. We should do one of those when we make. Well, you know, I together. gotta hit. I got a lot of people that hit me up about DIY projects. I definitely have to give them a shout out. But I did tell the one lady that I'm going to be doing a live demonstration next week of how to decorate storage boxes because she asked me what was a good solution for storage boxes for her kids' uh, crayons, pencils, flashcards, and I told her to use shoe boxes. Cause I use mm. them. Here's a here's a shoebox, Nike shoebox right. that sits right up on my. And then I have like little compartments on the inside for junk. Oh, oh okay, I like yeah, it. It's just a shoebox. But I told her what she should do is take the lid because I've done that. I'm gonna do a straight a demonstration with a shoebox. How you can take the lid from the shoebox, cut it, and make the compartments with tape on the inside of the box. So one could be a compartment for pencils, one could be for, and it's just all placement. So I'm doing that demonstration. I like Next this. <clears throat> Thank you. I think I might watch just, too. Yeah, I'm gonna do that with just a regular old shoe box. 
Cause I need to do that for a bunch of little Jeffrey's little tchotchkes. It's it's a cute, simple project. I used to teach how to do that at a shelter. I used to um, volunteer at for the girls that came through and had to keep, you know, their stuff separate from other people in the shelter. So I just showed them how to decorate shoe boxes, keep their stuff in there and have little compartments. Thank you, girl. This is very cool. Just the top 10 things Thank you. Think great. a woman should have or a household should have. What'd you say, Chris? Yes. Great, way to, great way to round out the uh, the hour. Great job. Okay, well, well I do have to give yet. a shout out. We're well, not I was done just yet, you know, Chris. We're an hour in. That's all I'm saying. Oh, well, good. Do three. We ain't gonna do no three. Whatever. <laughs> I do wanna um, give a shout out. I have to read this off the paper, so I'm putting my glasses on. Because okay. I want to answer some questions and I do want to yes. give a shout out to these names that um, hit me up with their questions. I'm definitely giving a shout out to Ballad Vanity, uh, according to Kendra, Tasha Critchlow, I hope I said her name right, mm -hmm. um, Jules and Ja, right foot, left foot, two, 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 <laughs> uh, Miss Taylor, BSN. A uh, shout out to Lynn Reed. Shout out to Real Q and B. Shout out to Shavisha. I hope I said that right. Or Shavisha. I'm gonna say Shavisha. Shavisha mm -hmm. Rutledge. Uh, my girl Sharon Bakersville. I'm sorry, Baskersville. And Karen at Cairo eight nine five six. They all hit me up with great DIY questions. I actually have people. Some people sent me videos and. Um, photos of some projects they want to work on. So I'm consulting with them separately via like a messenger well, video. And then a lot of people I'm answering their questions. I've already answered some of their questions on their projects. And then three of them I picked that I wanted to did. do live. Yeah, three of them I did pick. One is a two part question on, um, you know, some DIY stuff, so. Okay, that's very cool, Nanny. You know you can't yeah. answer every question. I'm not. I'm flat. only doing three. <laughs> I told you that. I gave a shout out to all those people, and it was still people I forgot to mention that were on Facebook that hit me up. I have to hit them up later and give them a shout out, but these were mostly the Instagram people, and uh, I took three questions. Of, like, the 20 questions I got, I took three. That I'm gonna go Was on. there anything on the podcast now that you could talk about that somebody asked you or no? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, one of the first questions, the lady uh, Tasha Critchlow, yes. she wanted okay. to know how to remove a popcorn ceiling, or if I had ever removed a popcorn ceiling. And I told her yes, I was gonna definitely answer that question for her because it's a big job, depending on how big the ceiling is. But it's an easy process because it's mostly made out of like plaster Paris. So if you just squirt it with water, just get a big, um, you know, um, what do they call them? Just a, a squirt bottle, a squirt okay. bottle and spray the ceiling and you let it sit and it starts to like, it'll absorb the water and then it'll fall down. So, so you I just keep, take a picture. I'm sorry. You just keep squirting it with a big, just water till it's like soaking wet. Yes, till it's soaking wet. And then what it does is like plaster Paris. If you hit it with a broom, it'll start to fall down. So that's when you just get up there and just start scraping it down with, it'll start falling down once it's wet. How much wet do you have to get it? Like, is it better to take a water hose or? No, 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 because no, 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 because you're indoors. And I'm sure her popcorn ceiling is in, a, in the house, like in a room that 
she has to use. So I I did our my husband's ceiling. Our hallway all on the second floor had the popcorn and going so we had to wet it. Like we you literally like drench it and spray it with a spray bottle of water. And once Ooh. like our popcorn ceiling was white, but once you start spraying it, it looks gray. It starts turning a darker color. It looks like it's saturated. And mm-hmm. then I just start taking the broom to loosen it and it just start falling it down. And anything that didn't fall down, I took my scraper and just kind of chipped away at it. But and you, you just can't even spra- get to it. Yeah, you have to keep spraying it. Wetting. You can't put no water hose because you'll damage everything in your room. Unless you're in a totally empty room and you don't mind your floor getting wet. You know oh, okay. I mean? We'll but see that. You'd have a lot of water damage, but it's... It's a lot of work, but you can definitely get it down with just by wetting it. Spraying I never knew that about a popcorn ceiling. Yeah, because they're so old and they're so ugly, but people don't know it's just mostly made out of plaster. And just like plaster and pla- you know, and the plaster walls, when it gets wet, it's chalky. So then you can just knock it down. So I'm answering Is there that another one you-, you can talk about? Uh, yeah, we had um, another question from Tasha, this was her two part. She wanted to know, um, how do you know if a bookshelf is sturdy enough to hold the books? And I do go into a lot of people's homes and you can see where the bookshelf may dip in and sway in the middle because they don't have an L bracket in the middle to support the books. So it's more or less, depending on how long your bookshelf is, is where you would need the support in terms of the books, where you would put the L brackets. L brackets come two in a pack at Home Depot for like two bucks. And if you're doing maybe like a whole bookshelf, say it's six feet, and that's about an arm's width, you would probably need three L brackets. Like one in the middle and two. So that your books won't sag, you know, and they're easy to put up. You just put it right under the shelf, attach it to the wall, and then the other part attaches to the shelf. Like this. Can you see this L bracket under here? Well, I, can, I can't see the L bracket, but I see. Oh, yeah, I do red. see the L bracket because you yeah, painted see, it red. I painted it red. Yeah, this is an L bracket right under there. And that's what you oh, need to support bookshelves. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. it. Oh, you painted it red. Very cute. So, like my door, so it would all kind of blend in. Because I, this is actually two doors, but I sealed this one closed because I want my trumpet to remain there. And this is the side that opens right here where I put this little handle. This is under What's my What's behind that? Storage. I built a storage unit and closet up under here to hang my coats for the winter and stuff like that. So it's really nice so organized cool. storage. Nails. And I just have like summer stuff hanging in there, like my bags and hats fans. My sewing machine is in there. So when I need to sew, I just bring it out and throw it on the table. I, um, I love this, that you're able to answer these questions because most of this stuff you have done in your home because you've actually remodeled, you know, I keep talking about the basement, which is your she cave, your, uh, your girl cave, but you've remodeled your entire house. And I think you have three floors. I do have three floors. I still have three rooms left to do. The but you did your husband's office. You did, you did your husband's office. You did your yoga studio where you teach yoga. Yes, his gym, his gym. 
because that's where is his own personal training yes. business. You did your bathroom. I did our living room. I did my bathroom, our living room, our bedroom, and this basement. I still have yet to do our other bathroom. I did his bathroom upstairs. I have one bathroom left to do of the three in our kitchen. So if people send us some questions and you can send them to uh, a couple places, we'll put it up. Chris, you're going to have a lot of little chirons to put up. But On it. I think that B can have a segment called Ask B Flat, like some cute yes. segment on how to do your house. So, because I find it very helpful and I think other people do too, that want to be able to, because not everybody can do what they do on these DIY shows and hire a designer and hire a big construction company to come in. They want to try some stuff themselves. And a lot and of people don't have the money for that. They don't have the and money and you got to do yeah, stuff frugally. And that's why I believe, and I know for a fact that my show will resonate and connect well with people because I really don't believe in spending more than $50 on like a total project. Because oh the goodness. thing is, I really, Sherry, if people sit down, you know how you flip through magazines or they see things on television that they may want. And if you reimagine the things that you already have, there is a way for you to make it possible. Like people will go out and buy all new hardware for things where you can just buy a can of spray paint and spray paint your hardware silver if it was gold. Oh. Because we're programmed to spend money, not save money. And right now, I really believe, you know, all people want nice things or things to look nice. And they may not, they feel as though it might be out of their reach. Because what they see on, you know, Jonathan's show where they're spending $50,000 to get a whole house renovated. And people be like, all I want is a new mirror in my bathroom and a new floor. And it's like so many ways to do that where you don't have to spend money and bring somebody in to do it. And that's what mm. I'm trying to get across to people that it may seem hard to tackle yourself. That's why we have a thousand YouTube you know, videos on how to do things. You can really do it, but I'm teaching you how to do it on a dime. You're gonna go through what you have in your house first to use before you start going out to buy. I got it. A well, gentleman guys... hit me up. I'm mm -hmm. sorry to Where tell you, you want to know how to, at Flat Out Funny, hit me up on Instagram, P-H-L-A-T-O-U-T-P-H-U-N-N-Y. I'm definitely taking questions and entertaining them in my, on the comments and in the DM. I have a lot of people that I've been giving them tips. A gentleman is making some Anirandoc chairs and he wanted to know how to do it without having to spend money on expensive wood. Ooh, I'm sorry. And I was like, dude, wood is expensive. Just use some bed slats. You oh, go wow. Goodwill, get, they're already finished and they already come. You can buy bed slats at the Goodwill and just take that wood off. Take the fabric off that holds the slats together. They're already finished. And all you got to do is cut them into. So I told him when he starts doing that, I would consult him on the construction and the design and how to put it together. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty yeah. cool. I never thought. You ever think about that, Chris? Taking an old bed. Bed frame. slats the yep. slats at a Goodwill store and making an Adirondack chair. No, never. And yeah. uh, that's per that's repurposing at its finest. Repur and you can do the same with the rafter. You know <clears> how <throat> you sit bread, it sit on like those rafters, those yeah. wood. That, you can break that. That wood is unfinished. You'd have to sand it down and all of that. But that's cheap. People are always throwing out those wood racks 
that they sit and stack things up. Home Depot has them out all the time. And you can break that wood down and you can make porch furniture, you know, all kind of stuff, stain it, spray paint it, and that's cheap wood because wood is so expensive right now. Wood is very expensive, and I never thought about yeah. that. You know, you do have those things that, like, Home Depot has to put stuff on, and they're just sitting outside. The rafters, going yes. To, you know, all, really, really good idea. I, what about those beams? You ever th- I always see the, you know, they put the beams up on the ceiling. What would you do for that? Um, beams are expensive and heavy. So a lot of people do the faux beams, which kind of looks like the crown molding, but it's made out of PVC. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm -hmm. If you've seen the molding or the flashing that goes around windows, like if you get your house with the siding, then they put that white flashing metal stuff around the frame. Right. Those are things that people use as beams because mm. they're cheaper. And then once you get them up there, all you got to do is spray paint them a wood color or black and they look like a beam. And they look just like a beam and at a third of the And price. they're hollow. Yeah. And they're hollow on the inside. They're metal. People use them all the time and they, you know, and you don't have to worry about the heaviness of a beam and that, you know, if you really want a beam, you don't have to have that wood look. You can buy you know, just paint and spray it. This is so very cool. And if you guys go to Flat Out Funny, and we're gonna put it up at the top, you can leave you can leave B flat a comment or a question. Or if you go to two funny mamas at gmail.com and then in the subject line put in ask B flat. Then yes. we're going we'll have B on again and ask her questions for her to answer. So if you have like a little simple DIY, don't don't send me an email telling me you want to build a house. Can I ask B-flat how you build <laughs> a house? Staying in the frame. <laughs> I did have one last question because a, a lady, oh, yeah. let me grab it. I'm actually not gonna grab it. I'm moving this right over here. This lady asked me what was the best sander to use. Uh-huh. She's like, do I need to? And I told her that I would answer her question live and I want her to get the Black & Decker mouse. This is my, my sander. Oh, it looks like a little and iron. It looks like a little iron. It's so lightweight. You can hold it in three different positions. It has a nice, long enough cord. And you see, the it comes with like six of these little sanding pads already pre-cut. Yeah. And you just stick it on there like that. It's just simple. You just stick it on there just like that. You tear these off. They're like already uh-huh. perforated and you're ready to sand. And they come with four different sheets and different um, grades from 40 to 120. The higher the grade, the finer the sanding. The lower the grade, yeah. the rougher it is. So yeah, you just stick this on there and then you're ready to go. So you can hold it like this, this, or like an, or you could, I do it when I'm going up and down a wall and it it comes with this great attachment on the back, which collects the dust. See that? It all That's comes great. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then you just snap it off and empty it out. I love this thing. I use what this typical, on my whole what stuff do you, And what kind of stuff do you sand? I had to sand my walls when I put up the drywall. So when you put up drywall and you seal it in the seams, when you put the spackle up, all right, for example, I had to sand over here because there's a piece of tape 
which is the drywall tape, which smooths it out from when you put the bean. This bean is a corner bean that okay. I put on here so I can have a smooth corner. So when you get done spackling, then you got to sand it so it can be smooth. So I had to sand up this wall. Right. This door, it's shiny, but it was horrible. I had to sand the wood down because it had a lot of nail holes in it and it was pretty beat up. So I sanded this door. All of my wood mm. projects, I had to sand. I like it. So when it. I put up my shelves, I'm going to turn this around this way so you can see the back of me. These boards that are on the wall that I'm yeah. using for my floating shelves, I sanded those down before I spray painted because it used to be a cabinet. And I took the cabinet apart and just kept the shelves to put on the wall can see one over there i Oops. see the shelves see that black shelf it's just yes. out of a cabinet and i use it as a base for my floating shelves which are all wine boxes now interesting i want you to turn that around again i love those okay. records on your wall yes that's the an old album <laughs> it used to be a turn that around i'd like to see that okay that i did not make not you that one on the wall, all those little records on the wall. Oh, those are the CDs. That's a wall that I built. I'll show that to you. As you a built divider, that wall? I built that wall. Yes. To separate from when you walk in my back door to come into my office. Because I didn't want, let me step over here for a second, you to be able to walk right into my office. So I built this wall out of leftover pieces of drywall and floor trimming. This is floor trim. And then ah. I just glued the CDs on there. Did you paint the CDs or spray paint them yeah, or something? Yeah, I spray painted them. The white ones were white. I just spray painted the two rows in the middle, red and yellow. That's so cool because you could buy CDs for a penny at the Goodwill. Let me move this so you can see. I'll just pan so people can see. I built the little wall. It's just a divider, and then it goes all the way down to the floor. Next oh, to, that's oops. so cool. Yeah, next to my microwave cabinet. I just, I, I, I like that as, I like that as an accent wall, like CDs, and then you use your glue gun. I use my glue gun to glue every one of them up there. And you glue, but you, before that, you painted them. Most of them are white, but then you have a row of red and a row, and a row of yellow. yellow. Mm -hmm. And I it looks very them. hip. Thank you. You know, I got a quick question for you. I'm so, this, I love these kind of projects because I want to do one of Jeffrey's walls, like chalkboard. Mm -hmm. so, so by the chalkboard paint. Oh, that was that was easy <laughs> because I did Dennis's. Well, in Dennis's um, gym upstairs, I painted the both doors, the closet door in his gym and the door that enter enters the gym into chalk. I painted it with black chalkboard paint so that when his clients are up there, he just writes out on the doors what the workout is. Mm. Yeah. And it looks really cool. And he just erases his doors. I and think I want to try paint. that CD uh, and wall, like a little wall of CDs. I think that's so cool. And it's so simple, Sherry. And you don't even have to buy CDs. Most people gave them to me. They're old installation DVDs from the computer days. 
some of my right. old DVDs of mine, old CDs. I don't listen to anymore. I put all my music, you know, on the computer. And then I just spray painted the damn CDs. That's so cool. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, I got a project that I want to try. It is a simple well, project. If you have a simple DIY question, you can go to Flat Out Funny and ask her. That's on Instagram. Or you can uh, email it to twofunnymamas at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put ask B flat. And we'll make sure we're going to bring B on again. Tell us if you like this segment, what you thought of her DIY Q&A and the, the little projects that she's done. I'd love to see next time because I'm a bathroom aficionado. So I'd love for you to um, take us in the bathroom. I don't know, Chris, gonna be with the where the Wi-Fi is, but <laughs> to well, show yeah, us work that out because I want people to see my bathroom. I was proud that I put up my own sink, and I've never I, done. That. I really That's want great. to see. Yeah, I mounted the sink. Your bathroom and how you mounted your sink. I, that is fascinating to me. Um, so definitely, you know, the two funny mamas at gmail.com or at flat out funny. If you got any questions, and we got to bring B on so she can answer some more questions, give us some more ideas. This was so great. Thank you, girl. Look at all of that. For that doing this. Hot flash, doing all that shit, moving around. And we working on the shit. hot flash and regs. I, I can't wait for you guys to see the hot flash and regs and what, what is going to be on there. They it's going to be, be so much fun. So they we're working nice. that out now. And there was a couple things. Um, that I wanted to make sure that we talked about before I let you go, before I let you go. Oh, I wanted to clear up something with our listeners and our viewers. Uh, I made a very big mistake and I would like to apologize. Kim and I were talking about getting vaccinated and we referenced the Tuskegee experiment, but my dumb ass says the Tuskegee Airmen experiment. Oh yeah, you was wrong for that. Because you know why? I just had my teeth whitened flat and it my all my pores were open and every time oh, I laughed it hurt I all I was thinking about was the pain but I had to talk and I I so many people commented and I kept saying what are they talking about I did say Tuskegee experiment and then someone said no Sherry you said Tuskegee airmen airmen <laughs> and there's a big difference between the Tuskegee airmen were the the pilots and the Tuskegee experiment was when they were, the government had a whole experimental uh, uh, process where they had men and women come in and they promised them a treatment for their syphilis. When in fact they did not, they gave them placebos and they did not give them the treatment for their syphilis. And many of these uh, test subjects, the men and women, went blind and blind, they had yeah. mental illness and they died. And that was the Tuskegee experiment. It had nothing to do with the airmen. Airman. And we were talking about the vaccine because so many people, and again, I apologize to everybody for, for saying that incorrectly. But with that, are you vaccinated? I know it's a personal question, B. I don't understand why people are making that personal. They act <laughs> like you asking them, you know, are they, who you're dating? Are you sleeping with? It's stupid. People aren't so, conf I'm vaccinated. I have it on my phone. I have my card as my home screen. And I believe that people should get vaccinated. This is not nothing to play with. Everyone has that argument of, oh, they just came up with it. It ain't, it ain't been tested. 
people don't realize it is COVID-19, meaning there were like 18 strains before it, including SARS and all that other stuff. And they had treatments and vaccines that they're working with prior to this. So it wasn't nothing that just came up overnight. I and think I a lot of people, people say that. that. People kept thinking that Donald Trump said, okay, go make a vaccine. They've been working on this vaccine, COVID-19. There was a COVID-1, 2, 3, 4, 5. This just happened to be one that spread around the world so quickly that we weren't prepared for it. So I just feel like people should get vaccinated. It is, it's, I don't think it should be a personal choice. I really believe that it should be a mandate, just like CPAP, because, because it saves I'm gonna, your I'm life. I want to interrupt you because a lot of people are mm -hmm. running around going, you're taking away my freedom of choice. How you feel about that? You're, uh, it is their choice if they want to live or die. That's everybody's choice. But I don't <laughs> feel as though it's your choice when you're taking someone else's life into consideration just like your child or whoever's in your household. And when they're around other people, you're exposing them. They may or may not be vaccinated. So why run the risk? What, think about it like this. If you're not vaccinated, you get COVID and you see it, how it's running rampant in the South, in Missouri and all these places, these hardline red states where people were so opposed to getting the vaccine, but now they in there begging for experimental drugs. And that makes no sense to me when you could be taking a vaccine that is proven, but now you up here being treated with some shit. That ain't you, even, you know, you yeah, have brought out a- begging for that. You begging people in there dying from COVID and they end up treat me, treat me. And they giving you all kinds of stuff that has not been proven just yet to treat COVID. They doing the best they can. When your ass could have got a shot. That only hurts your arm for three days. You know That's what? You really, it. you, and I'm sure Chris had never thought of that too. You so right. When people get sick and, and looking at death, how they'll go, I'll do the experimental drug. I'll do this. I'll take that. They down there, everybody tell me, oh, I wish I would have got the vaccine. I wish I, if you get the vaccine, what people don't understand, they're not saying because you get the vaccine, you're not going to get COVID. It's just like if you get the flu, your symptoms aren't going to be bad. You will, you have a better chance of surviving, especially this new variant. Now they got all these people on here talking about, I wish I would have got vaccinated and my kid is sick. And Come up closer to your mic. Oh, she's got it on her. There you go. What kills me, another thing, everybody was so praising Trump for getting this vaccine out there. And then what happened to all of that, all the Republicans and his constituents were so behind him pushing it and getting it. Okay, we got it. Now people don't want to get it. It shouldn't have to do with an administration. This is not political. It's about life and death. And this country is never going to get back to a normal. There's no such thing because it's going around again and we're going to be in the lockdown again. Sherry, I see it coming. Well, now we got another, we had the Delta variant. Now we got a Lambda. lambda. Is that what it's called? Exactly. Oh, lambda. I saw that. Yes. And I was like, this, yes. this is not going to go so it's well. A, it's an even new strain. And I have to tell you, I was talking to a, a doctor in Texas Dallas the other day and she said Sherry most people are in these hospitals 
are unvaccinated people. And this Delta variant is so serious that now it's affecting younger people as because, you know, the, the COVID uh-huh. was affecting older people, older people. This, she said this Delta is affecting uh, younger people and children. And she said and it's having neurological effects on people. And, uh, you know, and like I said, and like you said, being vaccinated does not mean you can't get COVID. It just means you have the antibodies in your body to fight it off. Right. More than a person who's unvaccinated. Unvaccinated. So a person who's unvaccinated, especially if you have underlying conditions, you are susceptible to getting it and you can spread it to people. This is why they want you to get vaccinated. Yes. What kills me about people with underlying conditions and most people have one or two. They don't go in and question all the experimental drugs that the doctor puts them on to treat whatever they're, if one thing don't work, they go back and say, well, give me something else. They don't go in and you're treating a condition that could save your life. If you got diabetes or heart disease or cancer or something like that, you don't go in and say, oh, I don't want that. Let me see the test on it. When did they make that drug? Don't get that medicine. I ain't getting that. No, nobody says that. But everybody up here talking, I can't name one person that I know died from getting a shot. But I know a lot of people that died from cancer, heart disease, diabetes, strokes, and the medication that they was using. And this is one thing I can speak on it because I have people who are diabetic that it runs through my family who will, this is the thing you go, I have people in my family who go, I'm not gonna get vaccinated, but I'm gonna go eat them pancakes, that pork sausage, that that, that will get my foot cut off. But I won't take this vaccine because I don't know what it, I don't know what it's gonna do to my body. But you (laughs) eating all kinds of crap to get diabetes and to get cancer. You're feeding your fibroids by eating, but no, but I ain't getting vaccinated. It's I don't get it. To talk to people <laughs> in my family, I'm like, do you understand what you're saying? And even uh, someone said to me the other day, well, I want to have a baby and I don't know what this vaccine is going to do to my body. Well, when the last time you used a condom? Gonorrhea, <laughs> chlamydia, <laughs> right. a STD oh, is going to take out your reproductive system quicker than a vaccine. HDB. Do you understand how big, how much problems we have? And I know a doctor who's a perinatologist. He delivers high-risk babies. And he sees young women in there all the time who have all of these STDs, chlamydia, gonorrhea, mm. which was untreated. That destroys your reproductive system. But you vaccine. don't want to get a vaccine. It's They're not separating the vaccines into black people getting this line, Mexicans getting this line, Chinese people getting this line. Oh, and Chris, you white people got the great vaccine. It's not separated like that. We all get the same vaccine. But if you're still wondering, go to the place where the rich white people go. That's why. Now, what was so funny to me, like I never got a flu shot. I never got a flu vaccination Mm because I felt like I don't know nobody dying from the flu. I've had the flu, I've had the cold and I'm not dead. But I know people that have died from COVID and what it does to your, the mucus in your lungs and your respiratory system and stuff like that. So I don't understand why you would question not getting this vaccine. Why would you question that? Would, it would, this would, would be interesting. Know- I would love for the listeners and viewers, because I'm sure we mm-hmm. have some who are very much against <laughs> getting a vaccine. Yeah. 
And I would love for you guys to comment and tell me why you don't want to get the vaccine. And we would love to read these and have someone who's knowledgeable uh-huh. to answer those questions in very practical terms because we have a lot of conspiracy things. And I'm gonna tell you something that I really think is happening. There is a strategic message because it's being it's being shown that people of color, black people, Latino people are really being slow to get this vaccine. They don't wanna get it. And it's really affecting the entire community. And I think that the message, the misinformation is being, is strategically being put out there to those very people so that they don't mm-hmm. get vaccinated. They're dis, they're using, it's very strategic to be using people's mistrust of the government and media. Mm-hmm. And all you gotta do is put one bad message out and it just gets retweeted, gets reposted, blah, 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 blah. And then Ooh. you got a whole group of people that don't wanna get the vaccine. And I think it's very strategic. Chris, you don't uh, agree? I I'm very confused at uh, what's going on with the pushback because I can't I can't quite put my finger on it. Um, like you said, you have people with a rich history of you know taking Mountain Dew and uh, injecting their bodies with it right. <laughs> by drinking that or whatever. But then there's also it's like I I don't know I can't speak to the distrust part. Like if you told me. People just didn't trust the government. I would actually listen to that. I'd be like, okay, I get it. You're 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 doing that. But then, if you're not going to get the vaccine, I'm vaccinated. I uh, am was happy to all that, whatever. But if you were doing things to, if you decide to not get it, and you're being careful, and you're truly like living by why you say you you aren't getting it, I respect that. But no one is. I don't think anyone is. They're, they're like, ah, oh, I'm not putting that in my body, and then they're like running into a crowd and eating poorly and not sleeping well and not taking care of themselves and stuff. So it's like, yeah. not to mask. mention right, right. the wearing essential the workers. You have doctors in Texas, half the staff of doctors is talking about walking out because Ooh. the way they get paid, they yeah. don't get raises. And they're talking about not coming back because they, they're suffering from PTSD because it's, they, the essential workers uh-huh. at these hospitals, these frontline workers, they never even had a chance to sit down from the first True. wave of first COVID. One. Now people who are in the hospital who are getting COVID, a lot of them is because they didn't get vaccinated. So they are feeling like these frontline workers, like, okay, the first time you didn't know, but the second time you had a choice. Right. And now they're right. dealing with you not wanting to get vaccinated, getting in the hospital going, can you help me? Can you give me the vaccines? They're traumatized. And they don't, and you know, and it's like, I, and literally again, talking to this doctor and a, a few doctors, it's like, they feel like, stay home then. If you don't want to get vaccinated, then when you get sick, stay home. Thank you. But you keep coming to us because you want this miracle drug. You want, now you want the miracle drug. It's so like, oh. It's aggravating. It's aggravating to me because it's like these people that didn't believe COVID was real. If you don't believe it's real, what are you going to the hospital for? If you got a cold, keep your ass at home. You don't have COVID. That's how I look at it. So why are you in the hospital talking about, oh, I'm coughing, but please don't say I got COVID. You got COVID. You're sick. Now you're here because first you didn't believe it was real. Now it's real. And now you want me to save you. And I, I just, I don't know. And I just feel like so that many all people, the- we have children who are being, you know, your parents are getting and they have nowhere to, you know, you're leaving people, kids fatherless and motherless. 
It's just, oh my goodness. So anyway, we encourage you. You already know where we stand over here at Two Funny Mamas. We're on the vaccine side. And we encourage you to go get vaccinated because at least it gives your body a fighting chance against Amen. all of this stuff that's happening. It does not mean you cannot get it. You can, but it means you're not going to die. You know, Amen. your body is able to fight it. So give yourself a fighting chance for the people that you love, for your children. So we definitely encourage you to get vaccinated. I, I just wanted to I make do. sure that was one of the things I wanted I to apologize for the Tuskegee. Oh, can we, do we have time to do our Ask a White Dude segment? Oh, we, we, we don't need to get, we don't need to, get to that. My phone. Your phone about to die. We don't finish this out. Be flat. Like it was my hair, my hair already died. We before, can smell okay, it coming. So, okay, before we, before we do this, because this is a fun one. Um, I just want to let you know, there is a woman, and I, and I Kim keeps teasing me about it, and I'm going to tell her name. Ooh, her name is Dequisha Nathan, and she was on our live in April. Okay, this is really sad. And she was going through chemo. She loved my wig. Oh. She's a 45-year-old mother of four, 24, 22, 20, and 13. She was divorced after 22 years of marriage. Now she's going through her second battle of breast cancer. She was diagnosed mm. in 2019. So she started the chemo and radiation. It's been draining, but she says, God knows the situation is in his hands. So when Chris read her comment about the wig and her love for the wigs, uh, we told her we are gonna get her a wig. Now it is April, May, June, July. We are so, I apologize to you, Dequisha, because now I'm just getting on it. I have contacted the people. I think you sent me some styles that you like and you sent me your measurements. I need more detailed measurements. So I'm gonna send what I need to you. And we are we are getting that wig together for you. So just know, Dequisha, that wig is coming to you. If I got to snatch the wig off my own hair. Uh, <laughs> I might have to get one. I can't keep looking like this on the podcast. I kind of like this. You look beautiful. This is sweated out, hot flash hair. I had... <laughs> That's why we can't do. We are going to hot flashes on their own time, Sherry. They be like, uh, we, we need you to build another time. tree, another house or something before you get a wig. So, Aquisha, <laughs> we, we're going to take care of you. I uh, just wanted to let you know that. And here's the white dude segment. Then we're going to let you go. We do a segment called Ask a White Dude, where sometimes white people do stuff that's just so out of this world and so crazy. Be flat. That yes. Kim and I just we have to ask a white dude, which is Chris. So, Chris. Jake Gyllenhaal, all of these celebrities now. <laughs> Ask the white man. Ask the white guy. Yes, I have to say this. So Jake Gyllenhaal, girl, uh, has said, Jake Gyllenhaal is a big actor, been in a lot mm -hmm. of movies. He said that he doesn't shower. And he's joining a bunch of other celebrities, white celebrities, Matthew McConaughey, who, by the way, is so sexy and fine. I'm so disappointed. Matthew McConaughey said he don't shower. Julia Roberts, pretty woman, that's not so pretty, says she don't shower. <laughs> uh, 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 Cameron Diaz, she says she don't shower. All these white people is saying they don't shower. And so before I add to that, Chris, did y'all grow up in a place or a time when people said, don't shower? 
No, no, no. I, I played. Nasty. I played sports. Not... I was on horses. I was uh, rolling around with dogs. We were allowed to do whatever. We were dirty and jumped us out. We had to shower you one to two shower. times a day <laughs> at least. Yeah, if there, if not more. So this is a this is a perplexing part of the uh, caucasity uh, out there. The caucasity. Yes. Yes. The, the Caucasian map is confusing. Did your shower? include a wash rag or was it just a bar of soap listen listen here's the thing <laughs> it was gotten, just a bar of soap because he took too long to answer she. listen listen <laughs> there was there was a rag growing up there was a rag okay but I'm, i've right. since found out not as prevalent as in a black home and then i have the uh the man yeah, tool we got wash rags. thing i get the man tool now so yeah what do you call that it's like a loofah you okay? Yeah, see y'all. They be doing them loofahs. Yeah, they be doing the loofahs that be smelling musty when they. No, there's yeah, no must on. The oh, <laughs> fuck it. You know, they start to smell like the ocean. Beep. They start to smell like the daggone St. Lucia. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We, we got okay. washcloths, and not only did we have wash rags, the way we did it was we had two wash rags for the body and then a wash rag for the private parts. Mm. You, you you don't do your face with yeah, the same wash rag. Yeah, we had a face and body. We had a face and body. Yeah. You face yeah, and body. You gotta but have the wash rag. My whole thing is, I kept saying, what in the world? These white people don't shower. Then I forgot. Kim don't take a shower. And now B-flat didn't confess she don't shower. Yeah, what's going on? Threw off my now, here, Wait a minute. Let's back up. Do these people say they don't shower at all? Maybe they take a bath. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis said they don't bathe their kids unless they don't bathe their kids unless they smell them unless they can no, smell them unless they're, they can smell them or see dirt on them yeah oh lord now, kids I, I ain't never heard of no one. mess like that in my life that you don't bathe your kids, yeah, your kids until you see dirt do you know there's something called surface dirt and dead skin you dead <laughs> do you skin know that's is something always called neglect and social services <laughs> And if your ass right. said that, Sherry, black as you is and famous as you are, they would be coming to get Jeffrey. <laughs> Man. Plain and simple. Talking about, I don't bathe Jeffrey only if I see dirt on him, no. You can only do shit like that if you're crazy <laughs> as celebrity. Kids be the main one that need a bath. They be so musty and germ infected. They the oh, main they one stink. need a bath. Yeah. You see kids' Awful. feet that don't wear shoes? Oop. Yeah, they look like mine because I don't wear shoes. <laughs> oh, damn. Kim Whitley. <laughs> I never thought I would see another foot on camera again. A well, hidden gem saying. for the foot lovers out there. I'm flexible. <laughs> oh, look at her go. <laughs> That's that yoga. So why don't you, why don't you, you don't shower. You you said sometimes you go for days without showering. Is that what yeah, you maybe, said? Maybe B yeah, should be I took be a shower today. I took a shower. What's today? Why did what she say today like it was like a once-a-month occurrence? Because I got to look occurrence. at the calendar. I'm looking at the calendar. My calendar says July 19th. What is uh, today? See, listen. <laughs> today is Monday. Mm -mm, to, mm -mm. Why are you not showering today? every day? Because I don't feel like it's necessary if I'm not doing anything strenuous. And I'm a worker. I just like to get up and work. Now, the last time I showered is because I went running. So when I come from running, I shower. But that was on Friday. It's, does, it's today is bed, Tuesday. Does your bed get funky? Today. The, what your bed time. smell like? Would you just say your booty bed gets ass. funky? Oh. We say it all the time. We'd be like, oh, got the booty ass on the sheets. Oh. Salty balls. Salty <laughs> sweat. 
neck hair. It just our beds stink. Oh, I'd be like, oh, I got to change these sheets because I sweat. My husband sweats like crazy, and then we'd be naked, so we'd be booty but juice. But why on don't the you want to be? Mm. You and Kim Whitley, but then why don't you take a shower so you? The Is it refreshing? It's if you feel good after no. you shower. That's not necessarily true. A shower is not about the mood. A shower is because you need it if you're funky. No, and if I'm I not take... funky, I'm not taking no shower. I'm not taking no shower just because I want to have experience. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I have I have eucalyptus. Yes, it is an experience. experience. It's the whole vibe. No, B, baby, I take a, a shower at. Girl, I take no. a bath too, but I take a shower and I have my eucalyptus leaves because it's like a whole steam thing. I, I take a shower with uh, mint or eucalyptus just to refresh. I feel so good. I wash my face. I wash my real hair. I, you know, I, I good. Like, you, when you got titties, yeah. you got to lift them up and wash underneath your titties. You scrub. I scrub with the, my feet. When I get out, I feel so clean. It feels so good, and I sleep better. And then in the morning, I take a shower. Oh, hell no, I'm not doing all that. First of all, that's wasting water. <laughs> and secondly, I don't be in the shower long enough for no experience. I'm in there hit and quit it, like to hit the hot spots. I don't want my hair to get wet. Well, maybe because I'm so by I myself. Might, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe we're depressed, shower. <laughs> Maybe We're both in the shower for a reason like we take a shower together like he getting ready to go to work i'm getting ready to work so we get in we hit the hot spot we brush our teeth spit on the floor let the water rinse it down gargle all of that scrub my face i get it all done in 10 minutes but it's out. a vibe i mean being in the shower like don't you like feeling no. your body no, i do no. i do that when i'm in the tub when we're in the tub it's a vibe because we have the candles but when we were taking a shower, it's only because maybe I'm funky, I smelt myself, and I don't want to any longer, and I'd be like, oh, let me rinse the funk off. But I got to get out because I have stuff to do. I don't have time to be in the shower just having an experience. I have work to do. <laughs> so that's not my time. A shower takes up my day. If I can do some work in the shower, and believe me, sure, I find <laughs> shit to do in the shower. I be stretching in the shower. I do all kinds of shit. Before I go running, I'll be like, stretch, get my stretching. I try to make... I do multitasking. I fantasize. I literally, my mind goes to another place in the shower. Like I will be, I'll be washing my arms and I like the way it feels and washing my body. And I just, I, I take myself to another place. I sing, I pretend I'm a singer and I, I just, I, when I feel, look, literally when I feel my booty, when I wash my booty, I'm like, your booty feel good. <laughs> Girl, you got to get something to do. <laughs> because... <laughs> I'm not in the shower that long to be worried about all that. I just want to make sure I see some brown water go down the drain. Mm. If there ain't no mm. water going down the drain, then I'd be like, oh, shit, why I even take a shower? I was already clean. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not taking no shower every day. I only take showers when I have to do shit. Then like you put podcast, the lotion on after you take the shower. You... I don't put on lotion. Your skin is dry. No, not as much as I sweat. Everybody be like, girl, okay. you so glowy skin. Glowy, glowy, because I'm sweating all the time. So I can't, that's one of the things I'm having a problem with, like my night creams, trying to keep them on at night, because they just sweat off. So I don't yeah. put on none of that. I told Girl, you I had I to do, remind I, myself I like to put my on the face. I slather the lotion all over, everywhere, girl. I love Girl, it. Dennis, 
my husband put on lotion every day. He is a lotion person. I'm not. I don't put on lotion. I only put on lotion when I got a show. If I'm going somewhere special, not like to the grocery store or no shit like that. I don't even comb my hair and brush my teeth when I go to the grocery store. I oh, roll girl. out right Come out on. of the bed. But I'm Let me serious. tell you, before going to bed, I well, I'm, I floss three times a day, but I floss. I know you do. And I brush my teeth and I gargle. And I know I that know. when I, I just know when I'm going to bed, like, and I get in my sheets and I'm feeling soft, my breath, fit, you know, smells great. And my pillows, like, it's such an experience. And when you wake up in the morning, your breath going to be funky. So why waste toothpaste <laughs> and save it for in the but morning? But it ain't as your funky breath somebody is around. Brush teeth. In three well, what's days. the purpose of brushing your teeth and laying down with fresh teeth and breath and don't nobody smell it? I smell ah. it. Ah, <laughs> well, in that case, I'm only brushing my teeth for other people. I like my funky breath. I love weed breath and coffee breath, but I don't want other people to smell it. So that's why I brush my teeth in case I'm you know around what? other people. If they're not I around can't other kiss people, nobody. I don't like kissing nobody with morning breath. That's, nasty. That's why I married my husband because he was the first person that ever kissed me with morning breath and weed breath. I said, oh, I got to marry him. <laughs> I got to marry his black ass. <laughs> and my husband don't care about that. He will kiss me in the morning to death. And we kiss. We He don't be all worried about me. I said, when he kissed me after smoking weed and drinking wine and coffee, I was like, he's the shit. He loved me. He is the shit. And I want you guys mm -hmm. to go and celebrate the anniversary <laughs> of your Our meeting. Anniversary. Yes. And it's time. And we're going to end it. Do you want to say anything to our listeners and our viewers, B? I do. I want to thank all the new listeners and the new viewers from your channel that come and follow me and all the new people that are just watching, period. Sherry, you're on to something. You and Kim are on to something. People are enjoying it. You've uh, created a lot of work for me now. I'm really responding to people and shit. So that is why <laughs> Cash App does happen because happen. Cash oh, App can't happen and it's worth it because I do spend like two hours a day responding to people saying thank you and because you know what I'm I'm relishing in the fact that people just enjoy me being silly. They haven't even seen me on stage and people are like, "Girl, you just funny," and I ain't even doing shit. So it's like, why you dance crazy? Why do you be dancing I'm, crazy on your Instagram? Because <laughs> I'm crazy. You know what it is? In the morning, I got to get my juices going because I get up so early and I've spent eight hours a day or more in this basement, like in the office working. So I have to get in the mindset to be like, okay, I got to go down here and make it happen. So it's just like, I just do whatever my body, it's kind of like a convulsion. Or a seat, whatever my body oh, tells man. me to do and say to get my morning started, I do it, and I love it because it gives me movement. Because okay. in the see, what I need to start showing is how I'll get up and do yoga, and go running. So when people see me get my day started, I have done that already. But those are like slow movement things for me. Those are things that prepares me mentally to come down here. Physically, I got to be like, ah, let me shake it off. Oh, let me get down here and call the bill collector. Call a promoter back. You know, I got to get my mind right and my body. That's why I spend in this chair because I'm down here all the time cussing out promoters or comedians or just dumb people. And I'd be like, ah, oh, this is why I smoke. I'll be spinning around. So 
So I have to get my day started to come down here and handle the work day. Well, I'm going to say this. We thank you for spending the day with with us. We did this at one o'clock this afternoon, which is three o'clock your time, which is uh, four o'clock Chris's time and Key's time. And we appreciate you. We appreciate it. Thank you, Key. <laughs> so y'all can won't be locked in that building no more late at night together. What so a day. we appreciate you. They might and, like that. Um, they might like that. Uh, uh, one last thing, Andrew <laughs> Cuomo resigned. Anything you have oh. to say about? I think that he finally, I'm glad he did it. The people who put him in the office was calling for it. If they don't have faith in you as a leader anymore, you were elected, you need to step down. I'm going and to have another I don't conversation. Care that he was an old ass white man and that's how they did it back in the Chuck Berry days. <laughs> uh, Cause you know, Chuck Berry used to kiss everybody on the gong show. He, he did. <laughs> right. So did a Richard Dawson on Family yeah, Feud. They, yeah, kiss everybody. So them days is over, he know, and he thought he could ride you know, on that. He knew what he was doing. I want us to have another discussion when Kim is on about okay. generational behavior versus when it becomes inappropriate and people feel it's sexual harassment. Harassment. Because Andrew Cuomo was a great leader for New York. And I think, you know, he was a bully. He was a prideful. He was arrogant. And uh -huh. everybody loved that Cuomo family. And it took New York a long ways with how he was battling Trump, those qualities that he had. But I know you can't tell me somebody didn't try to hip him to, Andrew, you can't be doing this stuff to these women. They don't like it. But I think he the, the pride, the bullying, the arrogance didn't listen. And now look at what your legacy is. You had to resign before they impeached you. But I would love to talk about the generational stuff that men go through yeah. versus when it becomes appropriate. You know, Matt Lauer locking the door. I don't think it's something they go through. I don't think it's something they go through. Look at Biden. He learned his lesson. He ain't running around grabbing people and kissing on them no more. And he older than Cuomo. Yeah, but saying? I think so he, didn't, he didn't have that bullying uh, personality at Cuomo. Cuomo True. got that mobster personality. Even when you look True. at him resigning, Cuomo looked like he came up with the mob. Like, to yes. battle a Trump, they came up the same kind of way. They both are street fighters, Cuomo and Trump. And I don't think Biden is known as like a street fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, True, but Biden, though, he knew he had, there was a lot of questionable behavior with him and women in his administration in terms of hugging maybe. To, but he, I, I'm obviously he knew his limitations or he wouldn't be in the office. But look at the women that did. Look at the women that did come and say Joe Biden was inappropriate. And that is a, a, a thing where these men came from this time where they could touch women's hair. Right. Like uh, Cuomo right. said, Andrew Cuomo said, I, you know, so I put my hand in the small of a woman's back. I called her sweetheart, honey. You know, women today, they're, they're accomplished. They don't want to be called sweetheart. They don't want to be called honey. But the question I have, B-flat, is women dress, we love compliments. So what I think now men are feeling like, I can't say nothing to you. Women don't get dressed sexy for other women. We like compliments. So, but I think a man feels like I, I can't do nothing. I would love to delve I more don't blame into that. Man. I wouldn't compliment a half nowadays. But I look wouldn't. at office romances. This is a lot of office workplace romances. When all of that stops, that stops. Like, yeah, which is terrible. You know, I never got into that. I don't believe in office romance. Mm -mm. You met you your husband at your office. 
my husband came to my one show. That's different from nine to five. Now, if we didn't work out, he ain't got to come to more of my shows. But if I work <laughs> for a boss, I got to go to work every day. And I can't quit my job and be like, oh, I don't go with him no more. Let me find a new job. You got to look at that person every day that you had you working in this, your office and he working in the cafeteria. And you got to see his ass every time you go down there and get a little tray. It's a difference. It's a difference. Office Andrew Cuomo said... That's why it's called office romance. It's not called well, being in another city, hit it, and quit it. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. Right. He said he told one lady in a hospital gown, he said, you, you look hotter in that hospital gown than me. And he was just playing. Women don't right. like that kind of stuff now. Yeah, I but don't... we know the difference between harassment and we know the difference between sexual harassment. And some of the stuff that he did that came out, I would consider sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. It's... You know when you're being sexually harassed. And we've all been called darling and baby. I'm still called that to, to this day. Somebody said the other day, baby girl. I wasn't going to be like, oh, don't be calling me that. It's 2021. Get, you know, everybody's too sensitive about certain things. But you know as a person when you're offended in terms of your personal space. Can I tell you, I went yep. to support a colleague of mine who, uh, uh, it's funny, he mm -hmm. he was at a bar. It was at a bar. So it was a lot of people at this bar. And I was the only, I was the only black person. And I went to support him <laughs> uh, at this new venture. Chris, this was a trip. And so I was the only black girl there. Nobody was wearing a mask. I was terrified. Nobody wearing a mask. And I walk in and they introduce me to the person who owns the bar. And his name was Lenny or something like that. You know what he said to me? He went, I love you. I watch you on Everybody Loves Raymond. And I said, thank you. And I, I wasn't dressed casual. I had on a really pretty dress. And I said, thank you. And he said, but I got to ask you one question. I got to ask you one question. And I said, yeah. And I'm smiling. He goes, how do you not fall over with those tits? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. That's what he said. Uncle How Lenny. Do you know? And then they, everybody <laughs> around him was like, Lenny, oh my gosh. Right. And he's like, I'm just saying. Dang it's it. like, you're so cute and you're so adorable, but you got those big, oh, oh, oh. God. Who is? Now, did oh. you feel sexually harassed or did you just feel like he was Not even, it wasn't sexy at all. It was literally, it was a, a tavern that, it was a bar no, and tavern. That you didn't feel like you were being sexually harassed, did you? I, it was disrespectful. Respectful. Because, disrespectful. and it was, certainly wasn't a compliment to me at did this, all. Did this dummy break right. a puppy's neck by accident af right afterwards? Like, how did this work? He was this, look, Chris, he was this, oh, I got to own O'Doul's or O's, it was some Irish pub. It was a <laughs> pub in Cameron. And... Everybody was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. embarrassed. You can't say that, Lenny. He's like, I'm just saying. She, I, I don't know how she doesn't fall over. Like, he just kept putting his foot in his mouth. And um, Now, see, to me, I feel like that's uninformed and he's being ignorant and disrespectful. Now, if he just start touching your titties or trying to reach out, nope. that's sexual harassment. Oh, his ass would have got slapped. Thank you. Then you had to slap the shit out of Lenny. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, some people are, he was very disrespectful. But I don't, I wouldn't say he was sexually harassing you. No, I didn't feel sexually harassed. Yeah. It was disrespectful and Respectful, it was ignorant. Yes. Ignorant. But that's yes. what I'm saying. You got these people and, and it was, you have these people who came from this generation that they could talk to women like that. 
but you can't talk to women like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, and that's know. where we have to let them know. And then I feel like once you let a person know, and then if they continue on with it, they know better. You've already told them your stance on it. Then that's when you gotta. They have. You draw. Well, we have to finish up this conversation because I, I, we're trying to be respectful, and it's been two hours. Is it two hours, Chris? Oh yeah. Yeah. Damn it, we can't never do nothing in an hour with you. (laughs) Be black. (laughs) (laughs) We've been on for a minute. It's it's almost seven o'clock. You know, I've been down since four o'clock. I'm going to say thank you. If you guys want to get some merchandise, go to buyjack.com slash two funny mamas. Please tell your friends and family to follow us because our mission is to get 100,000 uh, subscribers by the end okay. of the year. And we're oh, almost halfway there. So please, please help us out and let people know to follow us. Follow B-flat. We're going to put up all of her her tags. She's going to be at a comedy club. Uh, coming when? What's the date? August the 22nd at Magoobie's Comic Joke House in Timonium. Maryland. Timonia where? Maryland. Maryland. In Mar- Timonia, Maryland. Yeah, it's okay. right outside of Baltimore. Got you. So go and see B-Flay. We're going to put it all up there. And Chris, thank you so much. Keith, thank you so much. And we just say God bless y'all and, and uh, yes. good night or good afternoon. Good night. Oh, and I'm flashed <laughs> out, as you can see. Love you, B-Flay. Sitting on a flash. Love you, Sherry. Thank you. Thank you, Chris and Keith. Hot Bye, everybody. And free. <laughs> <laughs> Two funny mamas. Two funny mamas. Two funny mamas. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist, Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.